0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
1: Bad and getting worse. Do not be at all surprised when we hit 200,000 cases a day. States take new pandemic action. This is serious. The crisis is urgent. President-elect pushes ahead. We're going to do exactly what we'd be doing if he had conceded. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. A million coronavirus cases in the U.S. just this month alone. A record 136,000 yesterday. And more Americans are in the hospital with COVID-19 now than at any other point in the pandemic. CBS's David Begno says experts predict things might only get worse.
0: Here in Ohio, admissions and cases are rising so fast that hospitals may have to start postponing non-emergency procedures, according to Ohio State University Dr. Andrew Thomas. We're within a couple of weeks of having to make difficult decisions, not just at my hospital, I'm talking every hospital in the state. To Wisconsin now, they had another record-breaking day of coronavirus hospitalizations and deaths which prompted the governor, Tony Evers, to issue a brand new stay-at-home advisory.
1: It's not safe to go out. Please cancel the happy hours, the dinner parties, the sleepovers, the playdates at your home.
0: Iowa's governor, Kim Reynolds, has issued an order requiring people to wear masks in most public places. It's a move that the governor has resisted since the beginning of the pandemic. She once called mask mandates feel-good actions. But now her state has one of the highest test positivity rates in the nation.
1: We've reached a point of serious community spread and we can no longer pinpoint any one age group or type of activity that's driving it. I'm
0: Cammy McCormick. And I'm really concerned that the country's in a bad state this time and it's happening during a lame duck period. Dr. Peter Hotez of Baylor College of Medicine says not only does President-elect Joe Biden need to form a bipartisan commission now, but medical experts need to be back in charge. We need to take the national COVID-19 response out of Washington, D.C., where historically it's been so politicized, and bring it back to where we've always had it in Atlanta, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. It's estimated 400,000 Americans could lose their lives by the week after the inauguration.
1: President-elect Joe Biden says the coronavirus will be his top priority once he takes office. The Trump administration is working to block that transition as it exhausts court challenges. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has the latest. I just think it's an embarrassment, quite frankly. President-elect Joe Biden criticized President Trump's refusal to concede the election. I, I think it will not help the president's legacy, but said he didn't need the president's cooperation, not of much consequence in our planning and what we're able to do between now and January 20th. That includes agency review teams that will be responsible for helping the Biden administration get a handle on all aspects of the federal government, including management of the pandemic, the economic crisis and systemic racism. Trump administration officials refusal to ascertain a winner means the Biden-Harris transition team is being denied access to classified information, and to roughly $6.3 million from Congress to pay for transition activities. President Trump's legal team is working on cases in five states, including one suit filed in Michigan last night. CBS's Paula Reed is at the White House.
0: Republicans continue to search for widespread issues. In Texas, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is offering up to a million dollars to incentivize, encourage, and reward people for reports of voter fraud, even though there has been no evidence of any there. And Secretary of State Mike Pompeo sent shockwaves when he appeared to dismiss the election results.
1: There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Our Chief Washington correspondent, Major Garrett. They are delaying the inevitable. Every sensible Republican on Capitol Hill knows that. And their mute testament and loyalty to the president will only serve to encourage him to resist what is inevitable, the transition of power. And history will judge them harshly. Mr. Trump has been out of sight for most of the last week. He hasn't attended an intelligence briefing since October 1st. His last known call with a foreign leader was more than 10 days ago. And he hasn't met with his coronavirus task force in months. Republican incumbent Tom Tillis won the close U.S. Senate battle in North Carolina. Democrat Cal Cunningham conceded. CBS News Deputy Director of Surveys Jennifer DePinto.
2: Cunningham won the support of women voters, black voters, and younger voters, but it was not enough to overtake Tillis in a state where 4 in 10 voters identify as conservative. And about half of voters in the state approved of the job Donald Trump was doing as president, and more than 90% of those voters backed Tillis.
1: And it all means two runoff elections in Georgia in January will likely determine the balance of power in the Senate. Uh, Decisions not expected till spring in the Supreme Court case brought by Republicans challenging Obamacare. Harvard Law School's Alan Jenkins says from the sound of arguments yesterday, it seems likely the law could survive. There is a significant possibility that they will find no standing, that the case is not properly before them, and it will go away.
0: I'm reluctant to say that that's the most likely outcome, but I think it's quite possible.
1: Skeptics of the GOP case included Chief Justice Roberts and fellow conservative Brett Kavanaugh. Pope Francis today pledged to rid the Catholic Church of sexual abuse. It comes a day after a scathing Vatican report that detailed the cover-up of ex-Cardinal Theodore McCarrick's decades of sex crimes with those who knew and didn't act, including John Paul II. Attorneys say the Trump administration is looking to deport several women who claim they were abused by a Georgia gynecologist at an immigration detention center. Officials have already deported six other women who made similar claims. A grand jury in Indianapolis decided not to indict a black police officer who fatally shot a 21-year-old black man during a foot chase after the two exchanged gunfire back in May. Rosemary Currie was the special prosecutor in the case.
0: This has not been an easy task, and it's been a very heavy burden.
1: The Oxford English Dictionary has changed its entry for woman. It includes more positive and active ways to describe a female. Offensive synonyms have been labeled as such. The definition for man was tweaked, too, to include more gender-neutral terms. It's Veterans Day, and beyond the solemn tributes, some freebies are available for those who've served this country. Target is offering 10% discounts to anyone who shows military ID or dresses in uniform. Starbucks is giving out free tall, hot brewed coffee for service members. Red Lobster will throw in a free appetizer or dessert. Outback offers free Bloomin' Onions and Coke. Little Caesars, a free lunch combo. Top it all off with a free donut and a small coffee at Krispy Kreme or just The donut at Duncan, and Cracker Barrel is giving away free slices of double chocolate fudge Coca-Cola cake. Debra Rodriguez, CBS News. NFL owners have approved a plan to expand the playoff field from 14 to 16 teams if clubs are unable to complete the same number of regular season games because of COVID problems. Some games have been moved this season, but none canceled. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.
0: The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover